0: Just like you, we're all about sports. And the things that make sports great, like beer and wings. This is Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. Online at ESPNSWFL.com. Craig Sheeman, no Pete today. Chris on the other side of the glass. Sheeman is Shepard, ESPN, Southwest Florida. We'll have all the latest on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Uh, we're going to talk uh, with Lou Holtz in just a few moments. But right now, at three minutes past the hour, it's time for a Sports Center rundown. Here's Chris.
1: Ah, uh, no. You threw it to me too quick. Sorry sports center update brought to you by best home services service appointments available now new york jets officials are on a plane right now they're flying to california to meet with aaron Rodgers in person the miami dolphins have informed cornerback byron jones that he will be released as a post june 1st cut the buccaneers are releasing left tackle Donovan Smith. Both moves save the teams in some salary cap savings. Right now, halftime first round of the ACC tournament. The Knowles lead Georgia Tech 31-29. And uh, in the 8-10 first round, St. Joe's trailing Loyola Chicago 37-36.
0: Okay. Very good. Um, nitpicky stuff. So do we know if they're flying to California to see Rogers or Green Bay? I, that's all I um, – California. It is California. It is, well – do you know who had that? Because I, I can Everybody's pretty vague about it, and I was just curious. It's not that important. Okay, um, so hold on. One look, second. Maybe I was three, wrong about that. I was looking at uh, three different stories, but uh, it's neither here or there. I'm just kind of curious if he was with the Packers management in the vicinity, or if he's just doing his own thing in California? Oh, and here,
1: let's, this just a minute ago, uh, Ravens sent notice to the NFLPA that they've placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on the quarterback Lamar Jackson.
0: All right, and in my opinion, that pretty much uh, puts a nail in the coffin. He's yeah, he's done, Yeah, I, I think.
1: he's allowed to negotiate with other teams. The Ravens have the right to match any offer sheet that he signs or take two first-round picks in return.
0: All right. Uh, As far as the bigwigs on the plane from the Jets, it includes Woody Johnson, Joe Douglas, Robert Salah, and Nathaniel Hackett. That's that's the top four people. I mean, that's a power move.
1: So, Diana Rossini is saying that they're flying to
0: California. Okay. And... We just had this other one? Everybody else just said they're flying to meet him. And I was just curious where. Now, most stories don't well, have the where.
1: PFF says that they're flying to Green Bay to meet uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Okay.
0: So I don't know. I don't know. There's a plane landing somewhere eventually today, and they will be talking to Aaron Rodgers and the four most important people with the Jets organization, Woody Johnson, Joe Douglas, Robert Salah, and Nathaniel Hackett will be meeting yep. with Aaron Rodgers. Again, permission has been given. This is not tampering.
1: Uh, yes, officer, officer Sean, the Giants can do the same tag with Daniel Jones.
0: Yes, they can. Um, the non-exclusive for Danny Dimes would make a lot more sense. I, I'm okay paying him 30000000 million. I'm not okay paying him 40 and and $50 million. And also, I don't think anybody's going to swoop in and try and match that offer. Or give up two first-rounders to take Danny Dimes. I think that would be a safe play by the Giants. Go non-exclusive. In fact, I I think that's what they will do. So stay tuned for all that. All right. Um, So, again, if you're just tuning in, uh, Lou Holtz will be checking in. Yeah, he's calling us up right now. All right, and uh, looking forward to that. That'll be a fun conversation. He's involved in an event here uh, in Naples, all part of uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, festivities and all that. We'll get all the details. And again, we are less than an hour away from the official tag date, but we know that Lamar Jackson, they are going to tag tag him with the non-exclusive tag. That means different things than the exclusive uh, franchise tag. We'll get to all that as the day continues with all of the latest uh, NFL news. So uh, big day, big day in the NFL. And also I'll have a little college football news for you later on. Uh, Speaking of college football, uh, Lou Holtz is going to be in town, part of the Irish Legends of Naples, the weekend benefiting the Holtz Heroes Foundation and also St. John Newman High School. And there's a big kickoff event on Thursday night with the likes of Jerome Bettis and Tim Brown and Rocket Ismail. There's golf involved at Naples Grand on Friday. And on Saturday, Lou Holtz is the Grand Marshal for the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And there's a post-parade party at uh, Irish Times. You can get involved there at uh, org if you want to partake. Hall of Fame football coach Lou Holtz with us right now. Lou, how are you today?
2: Oh, I'm okay. Uh, I've, I've had some health problems with my... Physical uh, skeletal problems are difficult, but my health is excellent. I mean, I'm 86 now, and I take no prescribed medication. But unfortunately, the skeletal part of my body does not cooperate.
0: Well, I hope that's getting better soon. And uh, this is a this is a big event, multiple days. Are you are you in town for all of that? For somebody that uh, maybe having a few problems, that's that's a lot to do.
2: I promise you I didn't make that schedule. <laughs> that was made by other people, and I didn't veto it. So I would go down there for the dinner, you know, B.J. Jordan plus all the athletes, and I'm looking forward to that. And, and of course, the golf tournament I wish I could play, but I can't. But sure. I have a lot of friends in Naples, and I got a chance to go by and see them. Nick Rez with Paul G.D. when I was at mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Bob Sebo played high school football against him. Uh, from Salem, Ohio. I'd do that. And then, of course, the parade. And,
0: um, well, that's fantastic. I know a lot of people will be excited. It sounds like a great reunion for you. Uh, we are kind of geeked up about college football around here on this show. We talk about it 12 months out of the year. I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but Week Zero is a mere 172 days away. I, are you as excited about college football as we are?
2: Well, you know, I... I college football is becoming like baseball. When I was growing up, I was a big baseball fan. I, I can tell you the started right up for the Cleveland Indians, the Pittsburgh Pirates, etc. But then what happened? Nobody stayed with the team. They, You know, like Roberto Clemente was going to be right field for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But then as things change, then all of a sudden you have different athletes. Same thing's happening now with with the transfer portal, yeah, the uh, loyalty to your team and recruiting is no longer a big deal uh, because you don't know who's going will be there. Like the quarterback uh, from, uh, let's see, he's from uh, Southern Cal. Mm-hmm. He started for me as a freshman. As a sophomore, he played at Georgia. As a junior, he played at West Virginia. And this year, I don't know where he's playing, Texas Tech or something like that, but four years in a row, four different starting quarterbacks. So I think the transfer portal really disrupts things. I think it hurts an athlete in a variety of different ways. I think it's important to learn perseverance, to wait your turn, to work hard, to be ready. And you know the team is going to count on you. But the way it is now, when you have different people, uh, Etc. So I I can't tell you who's going to be the starting quarterback for virtually anybody because of the transfer portal.
0: Well, Lou, if you were forty six and not eighty six and in the a, in a prime of your career, would I mean with, with the transfer portal and NIL and super conferences, w- would you would you enjoy it? Would you put up with it? Would you be inclined to give the NFL a second chance? Uh, what would your thought process be? <laughs>
2: I thought about that. Uh, I'm not a no big fan of the NFL. Yeah. I've always felt that athletes should be paid if they work at Walmart or somewhere like that, but to go to college and be paid to play football. No. Let's, let's go back and let's look at why that college athletics become so big in college? Because it's a great learning lesson. I learned more on the football field than I ever learned in the college classroom. I think a lot of our football players that tell you exactly the same thing, but the way it is now, uh, if you don't like something, you, you change it. And what I found, you don't change your problems; you just change the address of your problems. <laughs> but so I, I think learning to perseverance, waiting your turn, and being patient is critical. is part of lesson. But then again, that's our society day. We have a society day where. Instant gratification is important to everybody. That's not the way it was before. That's not what made people great. Yeah,
0: Lou Holtz is with us here on Sheba and Shepherd on ESPN Southwest Florida. How much longer can Notre Dame remain an independent with all this Super Conference stuff going on and people moving or schools moving around?
2: I think as long as Notre Dame has an entree into a national championship, they'll remain an independent. For example. The reason the ACC, they joined the ACC for all sports but football, is so that they would have an entree in the national championship event in basketball, track, whatever else the case may be. But Notre Dame doesn't have to be an independent, but if they get to the point where the national championship has to go through a conference, then Notre Dame may join the conference. Yeah. Uh, the ACC was smart and said, okay we won't put you in our conference. However, there are certain things that are going to be very, very important, like you're going to have to join our conference for five games. Mm. And, you know, they didn't do that with the Big Ten, but they did it with the ACC. And it's been a good matchup for Notre Dame in all the sports. I the same I'm going to be watching Notre Dame uh, play basketball. let's uh, say they play Virginia Tech. Yeah. They probably won't last long, but it's nice to be in that conference. But Notre Dame is such a national draw, at least we were. We we could go into any state and recruit and have a very, very good chance to get the individual. And if we went into Texas, we could get a great player out of Texas, California, wherever else the case may be. The only school I've ever been that you were always an in-state type of a. Uh, person or type of team yeah. that would attract them because all the games are on TV and everybody followed Notre Dame, et cetera. So I, I think Notre Dame will remain an independent unless they come to a super conference and okay, the national championship has going to come from these two or three conferences, whatever else the case may be. I think the fact that we're going to go to 18 playoff, which is what it looks like, is, is certainly going to Help Notre Dame remain an independent everything, mm-hmm. but, but in football, but in, in the ACC championship, change for all other sports, and that's important. Uh, you know, our women's basketball is very, very good, and we know we did. We, we won the uh, we won the race uh, for the championship. We got beat in the tournament women's bicycle. but we still have a chance. We have the entree into it. We'll be in the ACC. If we did have that entree, there's no way we could Mm -hmm. remain an independent.
0: Talking with Lou Holtz. Uh, Lou, I lived in South Carolina in the 90s, uh, mostly under the Sparky Woods and Brad Scott era. But you came in at the end there um, as I was still living there. And the South Carolina Gamecocks were—they were kind of like the Chicago Cubs. They just had a hundred years of futility. And you came in there and you won, and um, you know the Spurrier followed you, and, and and it's been a very respectable program since. Why did you take that job, and what were you able to do to get it turned around there in Columbia?
2: Well, I wasn't going to take it. I had no interest in it. I was retired. I worked for CBS, and uh, uh, Mike, the athletic director at. South Carolina, who I knew very, very well. He had coached at Duke when I had coached at NC state many years ago. And he called me and he said, they're threatening to throw us out of the ACC because we aren't very competitive. And we just wondered if you would be possibly be interested in coming down and help us get this thing turned around. And, and I really didn't want to, uh, my wife wasn't in particularly good health, but it, it just, uh, I, my golf game was bad at that time. <laughs> I thought, well, I don't want to play golf. I'm going to play this bad. And so I took the job. The first year, we didn't win a game, not, not a single game, but we had no chance. Mm-hmm. We had one quarterback on scholarship, Phil Petty. He got injured in the second game. We had three scholarship offensive linemen. But in the off season, we, we were able to turn it around and beat Ohio State back-to-back. And, you know, we built a, built a good program there. Uh then I talked uh, the coach from uh, Florida into becoming the head coach at South Carolina. He had left a gun with the Washington Redskins, mm-hmm. Steve Spurrier. He's a great coach, and he took that program. And what they also did was uh, improve the facility tremendously. Yeah. Last year there, we had laid plans on uh, how we are going to improve the facilities. And when you have good facilities, you, you can recruit. And South Carolina has a lot of good athletes, but they have unbelievable fan support. Yeah. We average over 80,000 fans every single game. But the great thing about the SEC, we would average 80,000 fans, and would be like the sixth highest attendance in the conference that week. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. Everybody else was at 90 and 100, but yeah. it, it was fun. It really was. I, I, I There are certain things I regret, and I made a couple of decisions that went away from the things I truly believe about teamwork and unity and respect, and, but that's, that's behind me. Yeah,
0: uh, Lou, final question I want to ask you about. When I see you uh, making speeches, maybe at graduations or maybe uh, doing news interviews, you're very comfortable talking about your faith. I've always admired that about you. And have you always been that way, even when you were younger, or did you kind of grow into that?
2: No, I, I was raised in a Catholic home. All my grandparents were Catholic. went to a Catholic grade school. So religion was a very strong part of my life, and I, I hadn't planned on be, be, being a speaker. I'd had one speech class my entire life. I would speech 101 at Kent State. I got a C in it. Uh, so, and then lo and behold, I'm at Arkansas. We upset Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl after we suspended three athletes, scored 78% of our touchdowns, and all of a sudden, uh, General Motors and IBM was calling and said, would you come speak to other people about what? <laughs> this is about how you turned it around. So I went there, and then, and of course, IBM exploded the people where the audience all of a sudden running Kroger's and calling me. So that, that's how that thing grew up. And, and I, I'm going to speak from my heart on things I believe, and I think it's when you are a speaker of an event, you have an awesome responsibility to make sure that the people that attended, and that it was worthwhile. And you aren't going to just preach or lecture. You're going to try to skip about life lessons of things you learned and the things you believe. And faith has always been a part of my life, and that's not going to be changed. Well, it's wonderful.
0: Uh, I've got all this information for all your events here. I've been giving it to my audience, and I will do it again. Uh, but i just give you a last chance to uh, to promote your event coming up this week in Naples.
2: Well, Lou's Lad, or Ultra's Heroes, how that came about is they're dedicating a statue of me at, at Notre Dame in 2008. And the players came and said, We'd like to start a little club called Lose uh, Luce, uh Lose lads, and, and would you give us permission? I said, long as you make Notre Dame better and make it a better place for the former athletes, not just social. Mm-hmm. When well, Notre Dame's given their lifetime achievement award or outstanding volunteer of the year award to one organization, that was our heroes. We raise, we run the food bank. I don't know, fifty-seven cities, etc. But one thing we do, we we lost a lot, a lot of athletes. And every time we lose an athlete, another athlete is assigned to that family to make sure the children know how good their father was, what a good player, what a good person he was, mm-hmm. and making sure they have the necessary academic requirements or materials, uh, papers, pencils, whatever else the case may be. And then we educate uh, the children of former athletes, et
3: and, and
2: so, you know, if you don't have money, you don't have a you don't have a uh, project. Mm-hmm. And we've been fortunate to raise some money because it's some very generous people, Jay Jordan among that many, and, and so we're able to give scholarships to some of the children of, of the former athletes. But we also are able to give some help for some of our athletes who maybe fell into a drug problem. There aren't many of, them, but there, there certainly are some of. And so they just look after one another. They get together once a year. and I'm just very proud of the difference that they've made in in their teammates' lives. You know, players come and go. Teammates last a lifetime. And they they really are teammates, and I'm proud of them.
0: Well, Coach, it is a pleasure for me to talk to you. Uh, Welcome to Naples later this week. I hope you have a great time. And uh, thank you so much for spending time with us here today on the radio.
2: Thank you, and if you can't have a good time in Naples, you're in real trouble.
0: I agree with you a thousand percent, Coach. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye now. All right, bye. That is uh, Coach Lou Holtz, Hall of Famer, the legend. And speaking of legends, uh, all part of the Irish legends in Naples, the weekend, benefiting the Lou Holtz Heroes Foundation and also St. John Newman High School. Thursday is the kickoff event. Jerome Bettis, Tim Brown, Rocket Ishmael. A lot of people associated with Notre Dame will be there. Friday is the golf outing at Naples Grand. And Saturday, Lou Holtz is the Grand Marshal of the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And there's a post-parade party at Irish Times. You can get all the information at uh, the website. It's holtzsheroes.org. I'm going to spell it for you because it's, uh, it's tricky. H-O-L-T-Z-S, heroes.org, org. All right, that was a uh, that was a treat for me. I hope you enjoyed it as well. It's been probably, well, it's been about 22, 23 years since the last time I got to interview Lou Holt, so uh, that was pretty awesome. I hope you enjoy it. We'll take your comments. In fact, some of you are commenting already on the text line. I'll read some of those. When we get back, uh, also, we've got uh, Red Alert. That's coming up next, where we... People, teams, and situations on blast, and all week long, it's championship week on ESPN Southwest Florida. Tonight we have the CAA Conference Championship between UNC Wilmington and College of Charleston, followed by the West Coast Conference Championship game between number nine ranked Gonzaga and number sixteenth ranked Saint Mary's. Coverage tonight starts at six forty-five, and for a full schedule of all the basketball games we'll be airing this week, log on to ESPNSWFL.com. Shemita Shepherd. ESPN, Southwest Florida.
3: BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music.
0: Craig Sheeman, Chris on the other side of the glass. Sheeman is Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. How are you today? Rolling through a Tuesday. If you're just tuning in, I feel sorry for you. You just missed an epic conversation with Hall of Famer Lou Holtz. But if you missed it, uh, probably as of this evening and moving forward, you can catch it on the Sheeman Shepard podcast on our website, best of uh, ESPNSWFL.com. So we'll get that posted up there, and, uh, and you can all catch it if you missed it live. Right now, it is time here at the bottom of the three o'clock hour, uh, a tradition that we always have—a red alert where we always put people, teams, and situations on blast because they deserve it. I believe we are ready. To Chris, are you ready in there? I am ready. Let's uh, let's fire away. I'll get us started. Red alert, Bryce Young. Apparently, since you left Alabama, you shrunk one and seven-eighths of an inch. <laughs> Combine was this week, official measurement. Red alert, Bryce Young.
1: Uh, Red alert, John Morant. <laughs> yeah. My math this morning tells me that you've got roughly half a billion dollars coming your way if you can just keep your nose clean. Yeah. Like you've got a you've got a nice NBA career in front of you. Yeah, let's not mess it up by uh, traveling with firearms and waving them to social the Instagram live posts. Just stop doing that.
0: Yeah, that's bad.
1: Yeah, red alert, John Morant.
0: All right, red alert, Mike Garofalo, when he tried to make his big announcement on Twitter that yeah. David Carr was going to the Saints. It's a tough one. yeah. You know what? We've all done it. I've accidentally said I, David. I don't before. think I have. I uh, because I saw David play, and uh, you know, with Houston and all that. Nevertheless, um, I made fun of it. You, it's Derek Carr, not David Carr. Red alert, Mike Garoppolo. <laughs>
1: Red alert, Joe Mixon. Police called to your house last night. A minor was taken to the hospital in an ambulance for a gunshot wound. You've had your second chance in life after hitting the girl in the bar while you were at Oklahoma. Yes. We don't know all the details around this. I hope it works out for you. Yeah. Red alert, Joe Mixon.
0: Yep. I better do this before it's outdated. I I had red alert jets. I said you were running out of options. If Derek Carr turned you down, what makes you think Aaron Rodgers is going to pick you? However, if you're just tuning in, uh, the jets are flying out to meet Aaron Rodgers right now, and the Packers have given him permission. So there's that. And it's an all-or-nothing big swing for them. They went and hired Nathaniel Hackett. They said no, or Derek Carr said no. Uh, Geno Smith has been signed. Uh, I don't know if Jimmy G's your other option, and if you're stuck with Zach Wilson, you're still a quarterback away. So it's all or nothing. There's a lot of leverage plays here. But the Jets indeed are visiting Aaron Rodgers as we speak. So uh, this could be an outdated red alert, uh, but red alert, Jets. Red alert Ezekiel
1: Elliott. The Cowboys tagged Tony Pollard yesterday. Yeah. Their running back room is now making twenty-seven point six eight million dollars for the upcoming season. Wow. That seems like a lot, right? Yes. In fact, Craig, it's the most expensive running back room in NFL history.
0: Really? Really? Yeah, I guess. It it
1: really is. I don't think they're gonna keep you, Zeke. Red alert. You gone.
0: Red alert. (laughs) Pete tries to convince me that the Lions need to get Derrick Henry and Ezekiel Elliott. I'm like, what are you talking about? Makes no sense. No. Uh, Red alert, Vikings. Look, your defense is your Achilles heel, and you just cut linebacker Eric Kendricks, who made 137 tackles last year. I get it. Salary cap, yada, yada, yada. But my gosh. 100 tackles for seven straight years. He's the one thing that's not broken on your defense. Red alert, Vikings. I want the Dolphins to pick him up. Uh, don't we all? He's a good player. Good player. <laughs>
1: uh, Red alert, ACLs. You're not needed for the bench press. USC <laughs> offensive lineman Andrew Voris, Uh he tore his ACL at the combine. He then went to the bench press. The next day. And did a combine high...
0: <laughs> 38 reps of 225. I would draft him just on that gumption alone. That's a football guy right there. That's a football. And You're an offensive lineman. You don't need an ACL. You, You repair it. You put a brace on it the rest of your career. You're not making cuts. You're fine. You're
1: good. Red alert
0: ACLs. Absolutely. Not important. All right. Uh, I also had John Morant and Joe Nixon, so I'm kind of out except for my finale. You got? Oh, any I've got a
1: lot. Let yeah. it rip, Chris. Yeah. Red alert. Jackson Mahomes, uh, oh. Kansas City bar owner Aspen Vaughn is suing the Chiefs quarterback's brother for sexual assault, and the video is out. Mm-hmm. His attorney said he didn't do it. The video
0: it says he did. Says otherwise. So yeah, yeah. Did you Re- did you watch the video? I did. I I read the story first. Yep. Then I saw the video. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying what he did is right because it wasn't, but she wasn't running away. She was kind of smiling. It's, w- it's a mixed signal. He was in her office, it looked like. The story there, because we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Okay. That is downstairs under the restroom, a restaurant. That is employees only. Jackson Holmes also might get tabbed for assault because he forced a, a busboy or a waiter. He kept them out says, no, oh, you're not gosh. coming in here. And then had those moves on the owner, mm. and he said, hey, oh, come on, baby, let's, let's be a power couple, you and me. Now, she's the owner of the restaurant. Right. I, I don't know what power he's adding other than the fact he has the last name Mahomes. Exactly. But anyway, uh, it's a bad—I'm not, I'm not excusing what he did. I, believe me, I, I think he should, there should be some ramifications here. But the video was weird. Of her, would you agree or disagree, or am I in treading in hot water here?
1: It was weird how he grabbed her by the neck.
0: Oh no, I mean that was bad. Yeah, her reaction—not choking not, her. Not—I
1: no, I no. don't want to say he was choking her. He was like grabbing her to bring her in for a kiss. But
0: she wasn't. She was kind of calm the whole time and wasn't like running away or threatening. I mean, he was kind of smiling. That was a weird part. Again, yeah. again, I don't want to. Why don't I just stop talking because <laughs> it all play out. Red alert, Jackson
1: Mahomes. Yeah. Red Alert, Jay Monahan. Yeah. uh, The commissioner of the PGA Tour. Mm -hmm. Your elevated events this year, which we've had four. Yeah. They've all been spectacular. Yeah. It's been great. The fields are really strong. The leaderboards come Sunday have top elite talent on top of the leaderboard. Yes. It's been epic. Don't reduce the size of the fields next year, which you're going to do. Yeah. And keep the cut line involved. It's it's what makes you better than Liv. I agree. You're making a mistake right now. And apparently, he said at the press conference today at the players that it's not like Liv. Uh, no, Jay, it's exactly like Liv. So,
0: they're, they're kowtowing to the players at this point, trying yeah. to appease them. Yeah.
1: Red alert, uh, Jay Monahan. Okay. Red alert, first take last week. Michael Kay went on and said that the Rangers would be the first team from New York to win a championship. Stephen A. and Molly Quorum <laughs> responded by saying they don't count, so the, uh, the broadcast partner for the NHL mm-hmm. has one of their premier, at least daytime television shows, saying the sport doesn't count. Right. And Kendrick Perkins calling out NBA MVP voters for being racist, right. and that's why Nikola Jokic has won back-to-back MVPs? jj reddick went on today and eviscerated him it was spectacular but red alert first take it was uncomfortably
0: spectacular
1: it was awesome (laughs) it was awesome red alert first take yeah red alert to the ncaa can we do away with this stupid transition year that Teams coming from D2 to D1 aren't eligible for the NCAA tournament. Last year in the A-Sun, yeah. we had uh, Bellarmine win the win the conference, but they couldn't go to the conference or to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Tonight, we've got the Northeast Conference Championship game. Right. It's fairly Dickinson against Merrimack. Merrimack is in their transition from D two to D one. They are not eligible, so Fairleigh Dickinson has already punched their ticket. It takes away from the conference tournament. Put the best teams in the NCAA tournament. I don't see what's wrong with that. Red alert, NCAA. Did Kennesaw
0: State also go through something similar to a Sun? Maybe and they're in this year for the first time ever. Maybe I, I think they were. All, they also had to wait, and they were good. Yeah, maybe I'm not sure about that. Yeah. So uh, red
1: alert, NCAA. Yeah, agreed. I'm done.
0: Okay. <laughs> Red alert, Vladimir Putin, you ass clown! Stop the war. We're all very tired of it. It's brutal. Um, back to your comments on uh, uh, uh Jay Manahan. Um, so I think did did Jack Nicholas kind of let the cat out of the bag that Tiger told him he is going to play in the Championships Tour when he turns fifty? Because oh, really? Because. They allow golf carts, and he can play all he wants in a golf cart. Anyway, there are people that said, did Jack just spill Tiger's, you know, you know, Tiger's very tight-lipped and tight circle about when he releases information and whatnot. Well, I didn't see that. but uh, I've seen it twice. so It I, makes sense. Yeah, and I don't have a problem. Maybe he'll come out here at Tiburon now, and uh, that'd be cool. That'd be
1: spectacular. It's, a very, it's not a long travel, yeah. you know, for yeah. him.
0: Yeah. Um, How old is he? 46? Okay. So it would be a few more years. Uh, Let me double check on that. Yeah. Uh, No, it sounds about right.
1: 47. 47. He'll be 48. Wait. It says he was born December of... Of what? 1945? No. That's not right. That's... That's not right. No, that's definitely not. Oh, 75. 75. Yeah. December 30th, 1975. So... Forty-seven this year, forty-eight next year. Forty-eight. Okay, so that's only a couple years away. Three more seasons, right? Yeah, that's only a couple. Yeah, three
0: years away. I don't know if the rule is you got to be fifty on the opening or turn fifty or be
1: fifty. Yeah, I don't. I'm sure that um, (laughs) whatever he wants, they would. Yeah, they. Well, okay. So uh, I saw a report that uh, Inter Miami is trying to put a bid together to get um, uh, Leo Messi. Yeah, from PSG, Mm -hmm. and the way that the MLS. Salary cap, they wouldn't be able to afford it. Oh. And the commissioner has said, if this deal is on the table, we'll rewrite the rule book to make it happen.
0: As you know, you've seen the purses for the Champions League, it's sizably smaller. Champions Tour. Tour. Champions
1: League Tour. is Tour. the Sorry. premier see, European See how you've infiltrated event. my head? Yeah, yeah.
0: When Tiger joins, if Tiger joins, obviously ratings will go up sponsorship through the roof so will the earnings go up for the 50 and over crowd will he do the same thing that he did for the pga yeah yeah he will i I think
1: he will it doesn't matter if he's even in contention when he's playing the ratings go up significantly that's amazing i'm surprised he's not playing this week yeah i am yeah, I guess he's still recovering from the Genesis, which was. I think he
0: was pretty wiped out by the Genesis. He, yeah,
1: this isn't a. I mean, it's a long course, but it's not a. It's not hilly at all. Yeah, you know you, and there's what a month before the Masters. Right, he's got to get one more in somewhere. Well, if you're not playing this week, he's not. He's not doing it because after this week, they're at Innisbrook in Tampa. Yeah. And then they go to Texas for the match play, mm-hmm. which he won't do. That's a lot of golf. Right. He won't do that. And the is it the Shell Houston the week before the Masters?
0: It, historically. As it used they to be. It, so I'm confused if they moved it back.
1: Yeah, so I, I don't think he'll play before the Masters. Okay.
0: He's never played in the Shell Houston. That's why they moved it after the Masters a couple of years when I was out there hoping to lure him. But everybody raves about the So course. it's
1: the Texas Open, Valero, Texas. Okay. So it goes, this week's the players. Next week, the Valspar Championship in Tampa, or Palm Harbor, sorry. The following week is the WGC um, match play, which yeah. I don't know that he would actually qualify for that. Probably not. It's a world, uh, a WGC event, and that's, mm. that's a very strict set of... Uh, parameters that you have to be within to to qualify for that event yes and he he has never i don't want to say never in the last 20 years he does not play the week before major championships he he uses that time to practice at his facility at his house and and get ready for um for the major
0: all right uh normally we do uh twitter police coming up next but uh, pete's not here so we're gonna do something different uh, if you're just tuning in we had a great conversation with 86 year old Lou Holtz. I mean it was just it was I had a lot of fun with it and um, he's gonna be in town this weekend for uh, the festivities out there but as you know, Chris once in a while will break out some impressions one of which may or may not include Lou Holtz. The Stony Brook Golf Club text line went crazy. During the conversation, and I will read some of those to you when we get back. Some people were even confused, thinking Chris was doing a long form bit. No. That was the real Lou Holtz. You people are sick. Uh, I'll read I will read them (laughs) when we come back. Also, coming up in an hour, it's Chrisopedia today, your chance to uh, win some Everblades tickets. Also next hour, we'll talk with Chris Palin, VP of said Everblades. Today, Chris, is National Cereal Day. Oh,
1: great. I tweeted out power rankings for cereals earlier today.
0: Then you might do well today because today is cereal trivia. That's great. That's great. Slogans and... Advertisements and all that kind of stuff. My favorite
1: sugary cereal? Yes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's strong. Hands down, far and away, number one.
0: That is strong. I believe my brother liked that for a while, once upon a time. Uh, All right, so that's what we have to look forward to. So stay with us.
3: Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music.
0: Craig Sheeman, Chris on the other side of the glass. Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. Big, big day. If you missed it earlier, uh, we got a chance to talk with Lou Holtz. It was great. It will be up on our website later on the Sheeman Shepard podcast. Best subs. Lamar Jackson has been tagged. And the Jets are flying out west to meet Aaron Rodgers. Either Green Bay
1: or California. We don't know, but they're flying to meet Aaron Rodgers.
0: Out West applies to both. Yep, yep. You did a good (laughs) job there. (laughs) (laughs) Now, regarding our epic uh, Lou Holtz conversation, as you know, uh, Chris's best impression is Lou Holtz. And people have been clamoring for maybe Chris to get involved as Lou Holtz. Nope. I think we wisely, in fact, there was one last, right before we started, Ranger Rick texting in, will Chris be interviewing Lou as Lou no, we uh, we kept it professional, uh, but I, I at one point I closed my eyes and I <laughs> I thought I could be talking to Chris right now. It's not that good. <laughs> it's pretty good, Chris. You know your only pro- you know what your weakness is with that impression. Uh, it, Even you enjoy it so much. I that start you laughing. Start laughing, yeah. and then when your cheeks spread out, you, you not your cheeks, your, your facial cheeks, <laughs> <I gotcha. laughs> spread out. You you can't maintain the voice. I know. I know. Uh, Sister Jean texting in, hey, is that Lou or is that Chris? And go Bears. Uh, Herbie Hancock, awesome to have the great Lou Holtz on, but I can't stop hearing Chris's impersonation during this, LOL. Double Cheeseburger caught the middle of the interview. He says, wow, Chris's impression is better than ever. <laughs> Uh, anti-Jameis Bucks fan. I'm probably going to go to hell, but I can't stop laughing and picturing uh, you, Chris, on the phone right now. Uh, paratrooper said, uh, it would be epic. Come on, Chris. Uh, talk to him as Lou Holtz. Hedge says, I think Chris does better Lou Holtz than Lou Holtz
3: does. It, (laughs) It is a good, uh,
0: it's a good one. Display Seahawks fan. Coach Holtz sounded uh, happier to hear from you uh, this time than the last time you talked. I, that's right. I told the story. The last time I interviewed him was like 23 years ago, and uh, I had a very persistent producer that cold-called him at a hotel, and he didn't want to do the interview. And uh, But and he was great once the interview started. My producer didn't tell me any of this behind the scenes until after the interview, and he was phenomenal back then, and he was phenomenal here today. Uh, and uh, and and I didn't have a producer that was annoying him. In fact, Chris, I saw you laughing before you handed him off to me. Was he? Uh, did you have a little one liner when he said hello to you or anything like that? I, or just was it just Lou being Lou?
1: Yeah, I was. Like, hey, Lou, how you know? Hey, yeah. or uh, hey, Coach Holtz, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, uh, yeah. Oh really? <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, I'm gonna throw you on hold for about five <laughs> seconds. We'll intro <laughs> you and we will pull you right up. He goes, yeah. However long. Okay. Wow. All right.
0: Maybe, uh, maybe he doesn't like producers. Maybe. It was fine. Yeah. 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 Let's see here. Uh, 239 says, Thank you, ESPN Southwest Florida, for having Coach Holtz on today. Great interview. Uh, our best. That is uh, from actually uh, Brian, the president of Notre Dame Naples, who's uh, involved in that event of the week. Yep. We are glad to do it. And thank you for texting it. In fact, I got to call you. uh how about Notre Dame Brian now? I got to give you a texture name. I like it. Let's see here. What else we got? Uh, just some other. Uh... Oh, Kathleen just found out the Vikings got rid of Kendrick's during Red Alert. I'm sorry to break it to you that way. I missed that one, too, actually. It was yesterday. You were not You were busy yesterday. Um, let's see. Sterile Charles, Red Alert, Craig Sheen. Oh What? Breaking news. Oh. What happened? You know what? This is sounder worthy. Right oh, really? Here, yeah. Oh, hit me up here. Breaking News. The Giants
1: and quarterback Daniel Jones are finalizing a four-year deal ahead of the tag, tag deadline. This is according to Jordan Schultz, who's an NFL insider for the score. They're going to beat the buzzer for the uh, tag deadline. We don't know the number. We just know four years. I don't know the number. Uh, but Jordan Schultz saying the Giants and Daniel Jones are going to get a four-year deal done before the 4 p.m deadline to tag a player so i mean three minutes to go how about that so i'm expecting to uh have some details on that come out probably in the next sports center update next hour
0: okay i'm still looking for the the money and the guarantee and where and this will i'm not gonna say this will set the quarterback market but it will tell us where we are it'll yeah i mean if he if it's a if it's a skyrocketed number then then that means Derek Carr signed for too little, and that means that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get paid. We already know Aaron Rodgers, one way or the other, is doing $59 million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Fresh Cut Grass says, I think all of us imagine Chris interviewing Lou Holtz, as Lou Holtz. Uh, Chris's Lou sounds 25 years too young. Well, Chris is significantly younger than Lou Holtz.
1: Yeah. few years he's got me by. Uh, sweet, About 50.
0: yeah, sweet peanut butter. Hey, they have a three-way interview: Lou Holtz, Lou Holtz, and Harry Carey. Oh, Harry, yeah, Harry, be with us on Friday. So anyway, it was a lot of fun, and I appreciate it. he made uh, time for us, and uh, we'll get that up on the website.
1: Officer Sean says, "Hold up, Chris was out yesterday, back today, and Lou Holtz's interview is today. Coincidence? That was the actual Lou Holtz. That was the actual, the actual real, real
0: deal. That's right." All right, so let's take a breath. Four o'clock is upon us. This is the tag deadline. Danny Dimes got a deal. Lamar Jackson did not. And the Jets are flying to f- go meet with Aaron Rodgers. That's what we know right now. All that and more coming up. And uh, also, ESPN Southwest Florida is proud to partner with Hope in its open pickleball tournament presented by United Healthcare. Log on to ESPNSWFL.com to register for this event across Southwest Florida, April 7th through the 9th, just a week before the U.S. Open in Naples. Use this event as a warm-up or to see some of the best players in the world. You can get all the details by logging on to ESPNSWFL.com. Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida.